Welcome to the Property Insights Podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping you find your first home, your next home, or investment property. Join the conversation with Howie and Callum. Welcome to episode one of Property Insights Podcast. I'm Callum Docker. I'm Howie Hill. It's lovely to... uh to get started on this on this journey with you. So tell us, Howie, what is Property Insights Podcast? So the Property Insights Podcast is, look, we work in the real estate industry. There's a lot of podcasts with agents telling agents how to be better agents, but there's really no podcast that gives the buyers and in some cases the vendors some insights into that side of the market and you know um, how to be better buyers and better vendors. Yeah, basically, our goal here is just to add value and, and make your buying uh, or selling experience better. How can you benefit from from us? Is, is basically, we're going to give you as much insight as we can into things that go on in the industry um, and things that you can use to your advantage to help you maybe negotiate, to help you find property that you otherwise wouldn't have seen, um, and just give you some some general tips and tricks. But uh, Howie, tell me about yourself. Tell me what you do. And So I'm a uh, real estate agent on the Northern Beaches. Um, we focus on all areas from basically Manly all the way up to Avalon, but my particular team focuses in around the Collaroy and Collaroy Plateau area. Um, you, Callum? Yeah, I'm a real estate agent again on the upper northern beaches, so, so our office covers uh, Warrywood all the way to Palm Beach. Uh, my area focused more Mona Vale, uh, Warrywood, Newport area, um, so that's my, that's my sort of core area, and, um, and yeah, I'm a, I'm a selling agent too, so... Maybe we'll start there. Um, you know, what can what can you do as a selling agent that could help a buyer? Um, yes. Pause. <laughs> so we're a bit off topic I'm already. Starting at the bottom. <laughs> what mate? are you doing? I'm starting at the bottom. <laughs> You're starting at the bottom. Go back to how to search for property. So, well, You're first thing I think I think we should talk about is, um, so this, you know, is we're here to help in any way we can, but it's not about us, it's about you guys and we will need you to interact with this podcast if you're seeing value in doing that. So we're going to have um, an email, which is, Callum, propertyinsightspodcast at gmail.com. The email is propertyinsightspodcast at gmail.com. So please, if you have any questions at any stage as you're, as you're listening to this or you need any particular advice on your circumstance as well, like if you're currently searching for property and you don't know uh, where you're at or what to do or how to how to find the right thing, shoot us an email. We'd yep. love to hear from you. Exactly. Um, so the first thing that we had on our um, our agenda is how to search for property. So there's a couple of different ways to do that, Callum. Yeah. So the main the main ways that people these days are searching for property, and um, you know, it's the everyone knows it: realestate.com.au and domain.com.au. Uh, they're the two main portals, two main hubs online where you can actually uh, when you actually see properties that that are listed for sale um, these are, are great websites you can put in your own parameters you can put in your own suburbs you can put in keywords um, I was talking to a buyer recently who, who bought their home based on the keyword of bush and timber um, so you can search however you like on those websites um, I'd always recommend you know searching you know suburb what sort of property you want? Do you want a house? Do you want land? Do you want uh, a unit? Um, and price. They're generally the, the, the main things you want to search. And, and widen your search maybe a little bit than what you were, were really expecting. In the first instance, once you really narrow, narrow down what you, what you want in your search, you can, you 
you can keep that to a, a smaller area. Um, but real estate and domain, they're the main two. Are there any others, Howie? Um, look, there are. There's plenty of like little subsidiary ones um, as well that generally speaking, you know, our properties go out to, but they are the main ones. They're the, going to have the bulk of the properties on them. Most real estate agents now package them up together, real estate and domain, because um, it's a personal preference more than anything. Some people are real estate people, some people are domain people. Both have pros and cons, but both are pretty similar sort of um, platforms. Um, both have alerts, both have things that you can set up to, to keep you informed about what's coming onto the market. But really it's personal preference, um, but generally speaking, have a go at both and see which is your which is your preferred. Would there ever be a property listed on one and not the other? Yeah, look, there are. I mean, some people just just want to go to real estate or just want to go to domain. We wouldn't recommend it as agents, um, but yes, it's it's very possible. Why why wouldn't you recommend that? Well, again, because you, you want to get as much exposure and cast your net as wide as you possibly can. If you are talking to people that have a preference of using real estate, then you might miss out on a buyer that's someone who only uses domain. Those two people in competition for your property um, could be you know, the reason that you will get a, a premium on your property. One thing I'd suggest uh, if you are in the serious end of, of your search, because things do get listed just on one and not the other every now and then, um, you don't want to miss those, is, is whichever one you use. So say you use real estate, uh, I'd go and set alerts up on domain. And so that way, if something does meet your criteria, you will get an email about it. Um, and, and, and that just will ensure you won't miss it because to be checking real estate and domain every day is, uh, is, is, is probably yeah, what most people don't want to do. So yeah. that's, that's searching online. Um, it's pretty simple. It's pretty straightforward. What are some other methods you could use to, to find property? Yeah, so social media is becoming quite big now. Um, a lot of agents have been... Um, spending time on social media to develop their following base or followers um, numbers and as a result now um, they are utilizing that to potentially put a property onto uh, Instagram or onto TikTok or onto Facebook before it goes to market to gauge a couple of things the interest in the property to see whether they're heading down the right path with their marketing to gauge some feedback on um, on price um, so that that is becoming uh, pretty much everyone, you know, every everything nowadays has some sort of social media component to it. Um, so there's that. Pr print media is something that still does happen, but is um, scarce. Scarce, and and it's it, print sort of a dying art. So people aren't really spending their marketing dollars on print, but it still does happen, particularly for sort of really prestige. premium prestige properties. And buyers agents, buyers agents are another factor that people are starting to utilise um, from one bedroom searching for a one-bedroom unit in DY to um, searching for, you know, a prestige property in, in Palm Beach. And the reason people use buyer's agents is because, A, they might be time poor, they might have exhausted their search, they've been looking for 12 months, they can't quite work out exactly what they want. And a buyer's agent is a really um, useful tool in terms of going out and doing the searching for you. Yeah, so a buyer's agent is effectively a real estate agent for a buyer. So they're, they're someone who, who does all the hard yards for you, but they can also, they can also do things like bid at auction on your behalf, mm -hmm. do the negotiation. Um, they do cost money, so they're not, they're not a cheap service. They're generally charging almost on par with what, what a real estate agent who's selling the property uh, is charging if they do the whole kit and caboodle. Uh, they do charge flat fees if, if you just want them to go and bid, bid at an auction for you. Uh, but 
When people have very specific um, requirements on what they want to buy, we, we do recommend using a buyer's agent. Um, people use them just because they're time poor, as Howie said, for, for lots of different reasons. But the real advantage of a buyer's agent comes in their relationships with the real estate agents in the area. I think that's what, what sets them apart to a, to a normal buyer who's just out there in the marketplace. A buyer's agent will actually know, or a good buyer's agent, will know every agent in the area. They'll be on all their mail lists. They'll get a call for every single off-market property. They'll be reaching out to these agents you know, weekly uh, and checking in, seeing what stock they've got, what stock they've got coming on. And that way they can get you in front of off-market opportunities and get you in front of properties that otherwise um, you know, only would have gone to a very select number of buyers, which you may not, unfortunately, have been a part of. So um, that's the real advantage of a buyer's agent as well as their market knowledge. You know, I know in the areas I sell, there are streets that are just renowned for streets where only out-of-area buyers buy because, you know, on, first, uh, on the first look, it looks amazing. But, you know, once you live there for six months, you realise, you know, there are real, some real pitfalls in these areas. So buyer's agents will know which, which streets you need to steer away from. They can give you some more advice like that. Um, if... If you're unsure about buyers agents, again, feel free to reach out. We're happy to, to let you know, you know who we'd recommend because you imagine we work with these people day in, day out. Yeah. Um, so off markets and local agents, what what do you need to do to get in front of those, Howie? Yeah, so the other, I guess the other thing is get to know your local real estate agent or the agent that works specifically in the area that you're targeting to move to um, because those relationships with those agents if you're front of mind with that agent and you've sat down with them or you've had a phone call and you've really dug deep in terms of what you require out of your new perfect home and I've got to tell you that I advise a lot of my buyers that perfect is an unusual term there really is no perfect home and most times you know if I recommend if you're ticking sort of eight and a half you know or nine boxes out of ten that's pretty perfect. The rest you can you can do yourself, and you can add value and, and tweak it to make it you know that perfect home. But um, but that's the other thing is is really sitting down with your agent, working out what you want, um, and and so that you're in front of mind when an off market property does come up, or they're talking to a vendor that they know are going to list in three or four weeks time from now, and that home will be perfect for you. They're thinking of you for that home. Yeah, and and my advice to any buyer is is make sure you are you've got to be on that that agent's you know hit list of, of hot hot buyers so you've got to be going to open homes you you know potentially you're putting offers in or you're bidding at auction um, you've got to be returning that agent's phone calls that's a big one uh, you can imagine if if we have 30 groups come through one open home you know and we, we're doing five open homes on a saturday when we're doing those callbacks on the monday and tuesday trying to get some feedback for our owners which is really important um, the buyers who return those phone calls um, or who answer those phone calls and give us that feedback, we're starting to develop a relationship with them. They're the buyers that, that stick in our mind, um, especially when we're meeting one, 200 people a weekend. Um, be that person who calls the agent back because I guarantee you, you will get a better service from that agent just from spending two or three minutes on the phone with them um, you know, each week, each week after you've gone through property. And that way, they're going to be calling you and saying, hey, listen, Jill, um, I've just signed this property. I think it might be right for you. Probably doesn't tick every box. They're going to be more honest with you. They're going to tell you um, things and they're going to get to know what you want better as well. Uh, so, you know, you might find a great agent 
who actually starts to act as a buyer's agent for you. I know I do. I know I, I actually bid on behalf for buyers um, you know, at other agents' properties if they ask. Uh, so I definitely recommend the local agents in the area get to know them. Uh, one day you will be a seller and it is a very important thing to remember how you were treated as a buyer when you are um, when you are going to consider selling in, in maybe five or ten years and you can remember that you know Sam from you know XYZ real estate agency was was really great to us um, and and I'd recommend going back to him when you're going to sell because everyone looks great in the living room so engage with your local agents get to know them um, and and they can really help you. Yeah, look, and we know you're busy, right? You've probably gone to six or seven opens on a Saturday and you're going to get six or seven agents on Monday calling you back. And we understand that can be frustrating and annoying. But also, don't, don't be afraid to say, no, it's not for us. That's actually really important feedback as well, right? Like we, as agents, you know, we, we need to be able to give as much feedback to our vendors um, so that they can make informed decisions. We'll put that feedback into our, our vendor reports and we'll, we'll leave you alone. But we also get a better understanding of what you are after. Yeah. That one's not for you because... It's, it's too high. The, the, pri- you know, price, the price is too, is too high, high or it's on a shared drive yeah. or the block's not flat. Just a, a real quick answer is, is really all we need um, and that will, really help, that will really help us help you. Yep. So that's, uh, that's episode one. Done. Done. And we're out of time, which is amazing because we said we'd keep it 15 minutes. We're at 13 minutes 51. Amazing. All right. Well, thank you guys. And uh, as we said at the start of this podcast, if you do have any questions or any feedback for us, let us know propertyinsightspodcast at gmail.com. Send, yep. us, send us some, some feedback. Send us an email, send us some feedback, send us any questions. We'll try and answer what we can and we look forward to seeing you on episode two. Thank you.